Welcome to Episode 5, Hamsa Holistic Healing and Ayurveda. How physical pain manifests in the body from blocked chakras. Next, we will talk about it. Welcome to episode five at Hamsa Holistic Healing and Ayurveda. I'm happy that you are here to talk about the physical body and the block chakras, how our experiences in life and our perception of those experiences can affect our well-being and our physical body and how important it is to process those experiences to prevent disease in the body and mind. So welcome. Um, I know I'm, I'm spending a decent amount of time on the chakra system and the subtle body, but it is my belief that, and the belief of many, that disease starts in the energetic body and then manifest out to the physical body. So I think it deserves a lot of time and attention. We are energy. No matter what people want to believe, we are energetic beings. And your attention, thoughts and beliefs, and your intention, your conscious and unconscious mind, Combined with your energy, your chakra system or subtle body, create your life experience. Your physical body is the vehicle for experiencing life. Your thoughts and emotions manifest through your body. Yet in energy terms, your thoughts and emotions are created and reside in separate bodies or planes of awareness. In a perfect world, that is what's supposed to happen. Your physical body can become a storehouse, however, for ignored, unacknowledged, and suppressed emotional energy. The body is an integrated system. We all know that the mind-body connection is real. Well, the emotion-body connection is also real. If you're not processing certain feelings, such as anger, anxiety, or grief, you are suppressing what you won't allow. These suppressed emotions have nowhere to go but down deep inside into the energy system or our chakras. And there they sit and fester. But where exactly do these suppressed emotions go? You actually know because your body is telling you 
The body is a storyteller. Got chronic pain? Digestive issues? Do you suffer from pain in your throat or your head? Do your joints ache? Your back hurt? That's the story your body is trying to tell you. It's letting you know where you've suppressed emotional energy and how it's impacting your overall health. The chakras distribute energy uh, through your, the, ether, the etheric part of, of a person is where the chakras are hard at work. Uh, they're energy centers within the body. They're distributing energy to all of our organs, glands, all of the bodily systems. They're a complex system for delivering energy that works most effectively when unencumbered by blockages. Have you ever seen a fan operate? Well, of course you have. It's spinning and turning. But if a bunch of strings were caught in the blades of the fan, that would certainly impact the fan's performance and it wouldn't be able to spin and turn and provide us with a nice cool breeze. Your chakras function like a fan too, spinning. They work in two ways. Uh, they work sourcing energy into the chakras and releasing energy out of the chakras. So there's a pulling in and a pushing out. Inflow and outflow. And when you stuff a bunch of suppressed emotional energy into a chakra, that feeds energy to the physical body and it will clog up the works. So if you're stuffing all of this anger, pain, grief, fear, trauma, anxiety, if you're stuffing that energy, it will just finally find its way down into the physical body and it will clog up the works of the chakras and they won't be able to spin anymore. Over time, less vital energy flows into the chakra and less vital energy flows out. And therein lies the block, the stagnation, and eventually the disease. The body is self-healing. We've discussed in previous podcasts the chakra body part relationships. And certain chakras govern certain areas of the body and the organs that are in proximity of that chakra. I'm just gonna do a very brief review. Uh, the, it's, the chakras are seven uh, that we really focus on. They start at the root chakra at the base of the spine and they run all the way up the spine to the crown of the head. The root chakra or first chakra is the base chakra at the base of the spine and it governs uh, the spine itself, legs, bones, feet, rectum, immune cells, 
uh, created from flat bone and like the flat bone in the hip. The second chakra is the sacral chakra and it's between like the pubic bone and right below the navel. It is in control of the reproductive system, the large and small intestine, kidney, kidneys, lower lymphatic system, the bladder, the lower lumbar, ovaries, and testes. So that is where that chakra controls those body parts. The next one moving up the spine is the third chakra or the solar plexus chakra. This is in the navel area of the body. This affects and controls the stomach, the liver, spleen, gallbladder, lower thoracic, adrenal, and pancreas. Moving up to the chest area is the fourth chakra, the heart chakra. It controls the heart, the circulatory system, the lungs, ribs, and diaphragm, the breasts, mid-back, chest, muscles, shoulders and arms, and the thymus. Moving up again along the spine to the fifth chakra or the throat chakra. This controls the throat and neck, the mouth, teeth, gums, pharynx, trachea, esophagus, neck, cervical spine, thyroid, and parathyroid. Moving up to the, the sixth chakra or the third eye chakra is between the eyebrows. This chakra controls uh, the limbic brain and nervous system, ears, nose, eyes, thalamus, brainstem, pituitary, and hypothalamus. The seventh chakra is the crown chakra. It is located at the crown of the head. And it controls upper brain, uh, frontal cortex, cellular anatomy, so the whole cellular system, the skeletal system, the muscular system, skin, and the pineal gland. This will give you some insight to what chakras may need um, for support and clearing for optimal well-being to support a well and healthy body. You may have some clearing work to do. I, I'm going to guarantee, as human beings, we all have clearing work to do. We've all had experiences in our lives. That's what life is. It's experiences and perception of those experiences. And then the ones that are really uncomfortable and unpleasant, they're shoved down. Um, and so they're shoved into the chakra system, the energetic system, where they clog up the works. And so we as humans, and we want to be well, mind, body, and soul, we have to do the work. To evolve beyond the patterns, the behaviors, and emotions that bog you down, you may have to face some truths. I mean, let's be honest. If you're suppressing emotion, it's because you are scared to face it down and move through it. 
This is where the spiritual practices of yoga, meditation, and Ayurveda come in. There's just no easy answer. There's just no easy method to dealing with the unpleasant experiences and perceptions of our lives. But if we leave them suppressed and we leave them down in the energetic body, clogging up the chakras so that vital energy cannot reach our organs, then disease will come. And it will come to the body part where that trauma is living and clogging and not serving you. And so this is why so many medical facilities, and I'm so happy to say this, are recognizing the benefits of yoga, meditation, and Ayurveda, which we will get into all of these beautiful healing practices. These practices that, frankly, have gotten not the respect that they deserve. Let's say that. I have witnessed miraculous benefits from these spiritual practices. And I've, because of the impact they have left on me, I have dedicated my entire self to teaching yoga. I became an Ayurvedic health counselor and I'm going on in Ayurveda because I'm consumed by the magic and the benefits that a lifestyle that's so simple but so profound can give people. And meditation speaks for itself. You quiet the mind, you can access the soul where all of your wisdom lives, a.k.a. your, your conscience. I look forward to so many more conversations and even interviewing a few guests along the way, which I'm very excited um, and looking forward to doing. Some real experts in the field of these wonderful, unappreciated, let's say, sometimes um, beautiful um, practices and ways of life. I mean, this is a way of life when you decide to really dig deep, unearth what's no longer serving you, what's clogging up, clogging up the system and causing some blockages and, that, and then leading to disease. Um, it's empowering. It's um, comforting to know that our body holds all the wisdom we will ever need. It really does. We've just lost touch with it. And so if we can get back to being present with ourselves, present in the moment and present with our bodies and listen to the wisdom that it wants to share with us, we can pretty much, I believe, restore ourselves to some kind of decent health. But it starts with being brave and honest and truthful to say, 
I experienced some painful things in my life and I'm going to face them. I'm going to shine the light on them so that they can no longer clog up the works in my body and my mind and my soul. Um, actually, the soul is never clogged up. It's always in perfect um, shape. It just needs to be contacted so it can give us the instruction that we need to hear because the soul knows everything. It does. Your soul knows everything about you and it knows exactly what you need to be well. And I want that so much for everyone. I've made this journey. I have. I continue to make it every day. So I, I speak from a place of kinship with everyone. We've all had pain. And, and together, we, we, it's, it would be a nice thought to band together and to find our tribe to lead us compassionately through some of this work that we need to do of healing. And then on the other side, nurturing and restoring ourselves to balance once again. So in the next episode, episode six, we will start with the topic of yoga. And for me, yoga is life. I can't imagine life without yoga. I even feel myself tearing up for the love that I have for this practice. You know, yoga today, it seems somehow has gotten really commercialized. You know, you have to have the best yoga clothes and the best yoga mat and you have to be at the best, coolest studio. And this is not what yoga is at all. Yoga is an ancient, sacred practice that quiets the mind and is able to tap into ancient wisdom that lives in every single person in this whole wide world. It's the ability to become one. It's about union with yourself and to access that Christ consciousness that is inside of every single person. That calm, that love, that compassion for ourselves and others. Yoga allows us, that's the vehicle, that's the practice where we can get to quiet that mind, that ego part of us that yells and is loud, to quiet that so that we can hear the voice of the soul, the whisper of our soul that can guide us back to where we need to be. Yoga is not about any of those commercialized things. It's as simple as sitting down on the ground or wherever and going within, leaving the outside world where all the illusion lives and traveling inside yourself, inside to your ancient wisdom, to your soul. And so I will lovingly and respectfully talk about yoga in our next episode, episode six. And I hope that I can convey and do it justice what this magical experience of yoga can do for all. It's not about flexibility. It's not about any of those things. It's a personal union with yourself. It's a dialing in for the very best 
result of yourself after. And it helps unearth all the clogging and all the traumas that we've shoved deep inside. Yoga helps to release those things in a loving, compassionate way. So I hope that you enjoyed this podcast today. And when we meet back here next time, uh, we will start the beautiful explanation and discussion of yoga. And I hope that you um, can join me. Until then, be well, take care of yourselves. I wish you peace and love. God bless. Namaste.